Do you find yourself staring up at the sky? Well, maybe not today because there's clouds, and if you stare up there too long, you know, with the inversion, you might suffocate. But normally, like if there's clear skies, AJ McCall at VFX, staring up at the sky, seeing the stars at night and the moon and thinking, I want a taste of that. Whatever that is right there, I want to put that in my mouth. I got to be honest. I don't think the answer is yes. So why is it the new thing is to pretend that the flavor of space is the flavor everybody's like, yeah, I got to get me some of that. I don't know. This feels like a throwback to like 2012 because galaxy pants and galaxy everything was a thing. Well, so, yeah. In honor of that, the new Starlight Coca-Cola, excuse oh. me, Coca-Cola Starlight mm. is going to be red. Oh. So there's that, but it's meant to, uh, quote, taste as if it was inspired by the light of the stars. All early taste tests say just tastes like regular Coke, just sweeter. I got to be real. Coke, soda, anything in general is already fizzy, and that's kind of what I imagine stars to taste like. So <laughs> I don't know how you more fizzy, fizzy. And why red? The the sky's not red. Never have I ever thought, ah, yes. Mm, I love it that the sky is red. You know what would be good is if you called it, and don't, because like this whole, like, just give me the real flavors. Mm -hmm. Like whatever it tastes like, that's what I want to know. But Coca-Cola Sunset would be better. Uh, Sure. But two things come to mind. One, the moon is supposedly made of cheese, right? That's the stupid thing that I don't know how that got started, but that's the thing we all learned growing up. And then at some point we... Sort of. No one ever tells you, like, flat out the moon's not made of cheese. Right. They just kind of figure, like, when they start learning about space and stuff, like, oh, clearly it's not cheese, right? You're supposed to put two and two together. Mm -hmm. So I don't expect cheese being here, but that's the one that comes to mind. And then two, apparently, and I don't know how they figured this out, there was a 2009 study that found the center of the Milky Way, our galaxy, might, might taste like raspberries and rum. I don't think so. How do you figure that out? Like, like... Would they send a robot in there and he's like, mm, I'll partake. Oh, this is delicious. Like, how? How do you figure that out? Earth just so happens to take up all of the raspberries and rum. You're welcome. <laughs> Everything else is bland. Yes. Earth carries it the most of the way. That's what we're here for. Coca-Cola Starlight. Ugh, pass. AJ McCall on VFX. Okay, so good news and angry news. The good news part is that airports can apparently find things that they lose and hang on to them for longer than 48 hours. Because there's a great story about a kid who found his teddy bear. Hmm. The angry news is they obviously choose not to. Hmm. There's some very obvious good news when a five-year-old loses a teddy bear and gets returned with teddy bear, right? That's good news. Nobody would deny that. Right. AJ McCall on VFX. There's a little boy out of the state of Texas, who flew to Wisconsin over Thanksgiving, and Ezekiel, excuse me, just give us a day, and he lost his teddy bear. Okay. Terrifying, awful. Right. That's super sad. Right. For two months, the airport in Wisconsin, there was a social media campaign, they searched for it and everything, they found it. They got the little boy's teddy bear back. That's awesome news. Yeah. It's quite revealing that the airport can, in fact... Hang on to things and or search for lost things. Give you an example. I flew out of Salt Lake to, when I went on my last trip, which was sometime last fall. I already forgot. But I went out of the country. Mm-hmm. And while handing my passport for them to look at it, my Vax card fell out. Mm-hmm. 
They found it immediately. This didn't take two months. They found it immediately. However, I have a problem. I am out of the country for 10 days. Right. So they send me an email. Hey, we found this. If you do not claim in 48 hours, we're going to throw it away. And I was like, okay, so here's the deal. I'm out of the country. Right. I definitely want that, though. So if you could hang on to it for like a week and a half, I will come get it. Absolutely not. Threw it away. Didn't matter. Didn't matter that I asked. Nothing to call. Nothing. Just you get 48 hours or uh, uh, it was already in the trash anyway. We got to be honest. We weren't expecting you to come get it. Well, I think what it comes down to is that uh, you got to teach them young that the airports are a trustable place. And then, then that's how they get you. That's what it is. Because this little kid, this little kid can't go pick it up. What's the little kid gonna do? The little kid can't fly to the airport and go pick it up. He has no money. Two months. They yeah. spent two months. It's a long time. My sister-in-law, future sister-in-law, lost her bag, and the the, the excuse they were like was, "We don't know." They flat out were just, like, "We don't know where it is. We don't know." They spent two months tearing planes apart, contacting people saying, hey, where's the teddy bear? The last flight I got off, half of our luggage came up. They got on the speaker and said, well, it seems we misplaced half the luggage. How do you unload a plane and misplace half the luggage? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But that's that's what it comes down to. <laughs> that's how they get you. Uh, kid about 10 years older and lost the teddy bear again for whatever reason he brought it with him. Gone. Yep. Just nah, We don't know. We don't know where it is. Yep. Well, the saying is shoot your shot, but that's within, obviously, certain parameters. Mm -hmm. More importantly, uh, never, never stalk. No. That should be pretty obvious, I felt like. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately for one grocery store worker once upon a time, did not think that that was such a problem. Mm. Shot his shot and now is in the unemployment line. Common saying, right, is shoot your shot. Right. AJ McCall for the Goals Gym debate today. And, you know, it's tough to know the line between creepy and flattering. I'm not saying that it's not obvious. There's not things you can't be like, no, that's definitely creepy. Right. But a part of the problem is the way that it's received, right? Uh Uh-huh. What would you do? You go out grocery shopping, and I know McCall, this one time online pickup not working. Wild. Make this as realistic as possible. So you're already annoyed, unfortunately. So annoyed. But you go out grocery shopping, got all your stuff, you're at the checkout, and all of a sudden, cash register right there, the person helping you check out starts flirting with Dustin. Tries to pass pass the number across. How do you feel? Uh, Laffy? I don't know the best way to explain it. I'd be like... (laughs) <laughs> okay i mean it's kind of it's look it takes some cones to do that right because you I, doesn't everybody assume unless you're just like commit not their brother and sister they're 100 brother and sister there's no way it's anything else right it's the you, pink hair you, you have to know what you're doing right, right. there they're standing right you're standing right next to dustin mm-hmm. and still is like oh here you go bold it's bold a bold strategy it's a bold strategy uh alan's on the phone alan what would you think you know, honestly, I'd be flattered and a little jealous. Flattered that my wife can still attract anyone she wants and jealous that she can still attract anyone she wants. I can't remember the last time I got someone's number that wasn't my wife. <laughs> so, like, okay, so I was on board with the first part there, Alan, finishing it with, man, I wish I could get numbers. I don't feel like a strong nah. way to, to conclude your point. No. 
not really. So that that would be a, a healthy way to to think about it, mostly, as long as you don't drive yourself neurotic about it, right? Because sure. ultimately, in this such hypothetical, works for me too, but whatever, whoever it is, Dustin has no control over that, right? Right. Not like There's, Dustin dropping heads. Yeah, Dustin's not like, hey, this is my sister. Yeah. Hey. Then yeah, then you might have a problem. Oh, yeah. So here's the story. So a, a Redditor wrote a story, okay. went out to the grocery store with his wife. Great. And a 20-something-year-old kid who worked there, enamored, just couldn't stop staring at her, right? And, you know, she pretty, it happens. But then he followed around the store, continued to strike up conversation, you know, got to be helpful. And, and, okay. <sighs> then they check out, they go out to their car to find out. Phone number has been put on the, the windshield. That's a stalker move. That's no. dangerous. No, it doesn't stop there. Now at that it point, it doesn't in time, stop no, no, there. At that point in time, the wife says, "Just don't, don't for, just forget about it. Just no, go on." Husband says, "Absolutely not. I need to make a scene." Goes into the store, talks to the manager, makes a scene. Kid gets fired. Okay, he shared the story. Now the internet's deciding is the husband a jerk or not for what he did because he got they, someone fired. Hold on, hold on. Why are they deciding if the husband is a jerk or not? Is the husband the one that pitched the the thing, or is the the worker? The one who was like, oh, this is what happened. Because, like, the worker, if he's the one who's who asked the question... It was the husband. Okay. That's better. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> that sounds, that's some deflection, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. No, this sounds like stalkerish behavior, and there should be nobody who, in their right mind, after being told no, gets the, the concept in their brain that they can proceed. No is no, period. It, like... Falling around, to me, it, you're starting to cross That's the line. Weird. Because, like, look, you can be enamored. Uh, my position like there have been guys that have hit on Ash. Now, it has not happened I could think of in front of me. And thank goodness, because honestly, it would not be fun for you. And not for the wrong, not the reasons you would think. Like, the last person to hit on Ashley left their keys and then came back and got them. was like, oh, I forgot my keys. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, that is the worst. Like, seriously, bro, try harder. Right. Because it's pathetic. But, like. But but also, don't cross a dangerous line. Yeah. This is, this is a conversation people are having right now with Kim and Kanye and the situation yeah. that's going on there. Like, there should be. These are. St- Stalkerish and dangerous territories to be wandering into. It like, is not safe. Like I said at the beginning, it's tough at times when it comes to saying certain things. What's creepy and what is shooting your shot? Because there's it depends on how it's received. This this there's no question about this, right? Following yeah. someone around, going out and putting, figure out which car is theirs. Weirdly yeah. enough, like how did you know that? At first, I was like on board with thinking that he was going too far by going and talking to management. But I do not think that it is going too far going and talking to management if this is the kind of situation that that is arising. Because if you're finding cars and you're walking out to go find cars to place numbers on, it's super, super dangerous after you found somebody in the store that you thought was attractive. Absolutely not. Uh, Jess on the phone. Jess, lastly, your significant other, your spouse, whatever, gets somebody... The cash register tries to pass him a phone number. How do you take it? I would honestly cause a scene just to embarrass him a little and maybe give the cashier a confidence boost and some entertainment. But inside, I would honestly be so proud of him for still looking as good as he does to be getting digits. I gotta, yeah. I got to be honest. I didn't I didn't care for the end of Alan's response. No. Very mature way to handle that, everybody. If, like if Dustin were to get somebody, if somebody were to come up and give Dustin their number, I'd be like, Good for you. Wow, look how hot you are. And then he'd be like, stop being weird. That's exactly what he would say.
Quick point of clarification. That was not the AJ McCall show saying after married, go ahead. No. Just that was not the sign off to just blatant disregard to whatever's happening in relationships. No. Just a certain level of understanding and an open-ended question. Mm-hmm. For your own health and safety, it's probably smart if you brace yourself now. Yeah. McCall said these headlines are super stupid. and You may be knocked over by how dumb they are. So for your own good, just just brace yourself. AJ McCall at VFX, two dumb headlines, please. Okay, everybody's braced and ready for impact? I think so. Hold okay. on. All right, I'm hanging on to the desk. Okay. Story one. Walmart employee stabbed a coworker over spilled milk. Literally <laughs> over spilled milk. It did. It did. Oh, don't. It's. It's left. usually don't cry over spilled milk. But I would also like to echo: don't stab over spilled milk. It's one of those things, right? Like happy as a clam at high tide, right? The finishing part is don't cry over spilled milk. Stab milk. Stab him. Yeah. Who knew that was how that finished out? Yep. And then we got story number two that involves a criminal <laughs> who shot himself in the foot, literally. <laughs> so there you go. Two dumb stories. It's like cliches have come to life. I know. You're welcome. It's cliche Monday. <laughs> oh, yeah. You needed to brace yourself. I, I, I was hoping, I was thinking more from shock as opposed to laughing so hard I almost fell over. But hey, mm. either way, you're braced, you're braced. Yeah. Next time you hear one of those cliches, and I'm telling this mostly to myself, you can't groan and be like, oh, it's so stupid. AJ McCall on VFX because they say don't cry over spilt milk. And yeah, stabbing someone I think would be would fall under that. Like you should not do that. Cliche proven true. Yeah. Florida not with AJ McCall on VFX. Let us hear the full stories. Okay, story number one. A Walmart employee stabbed a coworker last Thursday over spilled milk. Literally. Now I I guess there was an argument. The guy was really upset because the other guy spilled the milk and didn't clean it up. They argued. He then stabbed him for what it's worth. He claimed the other guy punched him in the face first. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know. The other guy was hospitalized. What? He'll be fine. Thank goodness. He was charged with assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. Obvious. Like, bros. Look, I get it. But it's fine. So throw down a towel and you do the foot thing, right? Yeah. Sh- shuffle a million times. Yeah. And it's done. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. So anyway, there's there's story one. I guess he's going to be released and potentially could go back to work, but he's got to stay 20 yards away from him. So. You know. Okay. Can we? Do, okay. No. Like somebody stabs me at work. No, they're done. They don't get to come back if I'm still working there. Meh. Meh. They'll replace you. One of the salespeople. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep the guy who stabs people. You're right. No. We made yeah. the right trade there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's story one. Then they're we got passionate. Yeah. Then we got story number two. Uh, police pulled over a car last Tuesday, and the man jumped out and booked it. But then he accidentally shot himself in the foot. Like, literally. He accidentally shot him, shot himself. Just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what, what, so. I don't know what happened. Uh, like, the, yeah, the officer yeah. caught up with him, applied a tourniquet wound. He was taken to the <laughs> hospital. His conditions are unknown. Unclear what the charges are. He's probably going to get one at least for resisting arrest. But he was, it says, quote, a criminal shot himself in the foot. So, was he, he a had criminal have, beforehand? I think so. That's the question. I think so, but I don't know. <laughs> I good thing the cop felt like what I, I just I, I don't know what to ask because I'm so royally confused. He ran away and then somehow decided, nah, this is too much an advantage. Let me make it even for him and then shoots himself in the foot. He's like, there we go. Now it's a fair fight. Yeah. What what? I don't know. 
There you go. Two crazy stories. Both of these are super stupid. I'm super confused by story number two. So I guess by virtue of that, is that the one from Florida? It is. Correct. Way to go. Dumb luck. Yes. 100% dumb luck. Impressive. The other one happened in Massachusetts. I don't know what Massachusetts is doing, but over the last year and a half, they are in this Florida not significantly more than they used to be. Yeah. Significantly more. Yeah. Good news, by the way, that gun and that dude also going to go back together to work. So, you know, it worked out for everybody. Ta-da! Florida out with AJ McCall on VFX. I don't want to reveal names, but just last week we had the story right about the dad who was like, all right, that's it. I'm limiting my kids screen time. And then he shut down the Internet for the entire town. Mm-hmm. I don't want to reveal names, but someone may or may not have sent me a device. Excuse me, sent me how to build a device. To do that exact same thing. And there's only one question to ask. Should I be concerned? Mm-hmm. A little bit concerned? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things out there that I'm sure people know that maybe they'll let on that they know and maybe they won't. But you kind of get by with ignorance is bliss. AJ McCall on VFX. There was a Florida Not Story last week where dad wanted to limit his kid's screen time and somehow, somehow shut down the internet for the whole town. It's a big deal. Which is amazing and also terrifying because parents probably didn't need to know that that information existed. Mm. Very quickly, did I get a crash course? Yeah, that technology exists because someone, which I remain nameless because I don't need them showing up on a government list anywhere, sent me how to do it. What I needed, how to do it, how to put everything together to, and I quote, got it right here, block out cell phones, TVs, radios, and wireless internet companies for at least 100 meters. That's a that's a lot. Yeah, like we're going dark, literally, which cool. Like I, I don't need to know why they know that. I don't need to know why they know that. So then you ask the obvious question, like, should someone, should someone be able to do this? And no. the response was, it's not illegal to own; it's illegal to use. Which always got me because that's what I was always told growing up about the the, the police scanners, right? Or not the scanners, the um, radar detectors. Mm-hmm. Everybody always said the same thing. They'd have them on their dashboard, and everybody would be like, "Oh, they're not illegal to own; they're illegal to use." Okay, I'm sorry, but if I'm a cop and I catch you driving around with one and it's sitting there on your dashboard, I'm like, yeah, I don't think you're just looking at it. I mean, maybe you could just be looking at it. Like, why? Why? Like, why be that a rule? Why is that a rule? Like, it's not illegal to to own. It's just illegal to use. Okay, so what good is owning it if I can't use it? Mm, I think that's what the deterrent is. I think that's what they hope for, is that you won't use it. <laughs> because, you know, it's illegal, but I... It's off. See, clearly, I, I, it, it's even unplugged. I feel like it sh- should be... I don't know. I feel like there's situations that it gets used. I mean, you go to USANA, service there is hot trash. You wonder why. Could be. They got a device. Yeah. But if that's the case, then it's going to jam everything else. Like, you know, their communication with the people who are performing up on stage. I don't know. I just, I was astonished. I was totally astonished. Odds are somebody knows how to make it. Mm -hmm. The internet has existed for a long time. People know how to do stuff. That I just haven't had an inkling to decide to go look up how to make. But <laughs> here's everything you need to know. Yay, uh, I learned so much. Uh, I'll use this never. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Park Darks, new week, new competitors. Who is the worst parker in Cash Valley? Thank you for the submissions. They keep getting crazier and crazier as the year builds up, and it's February. Yep.
Since it's apparently cliche Monday, another one is to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. But when you try and do that for Park Narcs, do not very long because it's a headache. It is. AJ McCall on VFX. I got to ask you. So nominee number one, Mm -hmm. the snow matches my car. It's an SUV just parked in the middle of a snow patch. Do you recognize like any idea where that is? No, it looks like it may be in somebody's front yard. And if that's the case, meh. I was trying to sort it out so I could just try to see if there's any logical explanation Mm-mm. why this SUV was just randomly parked in some patch of snow. And it, yeah, I th- you're probably right because it, it looks like a house in the back, so it looks like it just parked in somebody's yard. In which case, yeah, maybe. Maybe they were allowed to park there. Somebody had some kind of hoedown get-together, brouhaha. Maybe they were just trying to clean off their driveway. I don't know. Yeah. Who said? Who knows? Uh, Number two, one of my favorites, because the person who submitted it said they just missed the parking spot. Oh, yeah. Nominee number two, I want to touch the wall. I didn't tell you this is nuts because the lines are so extended. That is a long parking spot. Mm -hmm. And they are... So far out of it. Like maybe a bumper in? That is bad. It is awful. It is awful. Do you think there was a vehicle before this behind them? No. What are they... Even, Even if there was, I mean... You would have to back into the position where it's that's at right true. now, and there's not a, there's not a way for you to be that's able to get there. The so they purposely just completely overshot this spot. Yep, like not even close. It's bad. Wow. It's funny because I think early on now, based on the and we have no idea. We don't know no. if they're parked in somebody's yard or not for nominee number one. But the the benefit of the doubt, surprisingly, is with that one. Whereas number two, you're like, there's no logical way this makes any sense. Yep. See for yourself. It's your first chance to be astonished and vote Utah's VFX on our social media. Which Parker is the worst Parker in Cache Valley? And of course, thanks to our Narkers who take the pictures to help us clean up the Valley one parking spot at a time. And of course, get rewarded for doing so. You see bad parking, submit it to our social media, Utah's VFX. For Park Narks, maybe, just maybe, we would accept it. Like, ah, just, it slipped my mind. Just. You know, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have made this mistake, right? Because everybody feels like the mind slips a little bit. Mm-hmm. New study says that's not the case. Oh, It's not the case. So there's got to be a new prevailing theory. And a global pandemic, I think, definitely factors into it. But I think your brain just decides, nah, I'm not going to pay attention to this anymore. Whatever it is, your brain just decides, that's not worth my time. The question is, what is the thing that's not worth your time? Now, easy on you is warranted because I think we all accepted some capacity, right? As we age, the brain just doesn't seem to maintain as sharp. AJ McCall on VFX. However, it's not quite the, as simple as that. A new study revealed that it's not until the age of about 60 that the processing speed of your brain really starts to slow down. So the question really becomes then, okay, if that's the case, but I notice a difference... What is the cause? The difference. Mm. Kinley's on the phone. Kinley, what do you think? Ever since the pandemic started, I feel like I can't keep anything straight in my brain. I, I don't know if I'm just overloaded with information or if it's harder to make memories because every day working from home is the exact same thing or if it has something to do with getting older. Okay, so mm-hmm. I like the mentioning of being at home because I hated it. Like, it was miserable for the month that we did it two years ago. Right. The overload of information is really interesting as well because, like, each each generation, right, lives in an age where information becomes more and more accessible. The mm-hmm. world becomes smaller and smaller thanks to the internet. Right. However, my prevailing theory is that the brain is a little bit like Google. Not that it knows everything, but it gets arrogant. 
See, what happens is like as you go through life, right, you, you gather experiences, you gather knowledge, and at some point the brain goes, I got this. So what happens is your brain decides if it gets involved in a situation or activity or whatever and everything, your brain just goes, I'm good. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to go work on something else in the back corner over here. Mm-hmm. Like you drive for 45 minutes somewhere, you've made the drive a bajillion times, and all of a sudden you come to and you realize, I've been driving 85 miles an hour yeah. these last 45 minutes, and I have no recollection of that. Yeah. Your brain has just decided, oh, no, I know how this is going to go. I'll be back later. And then wanders over to a different part of your your head and is like, I'm just going to focus on this over here. Like, what would it taste like if I took a bite out of the sun? That's a really good question. I need to work that out. That's what I think it is. It's not the processing speed. Your brain just decides it doesn't need to pay attention to stuff that it's learned doesn't really change. Hmm. So question is, do you feel like you've slowed down? Oliver's on the phone. Oliver, what do you think? My brain hasn't slowed down a bit, but I do challenge myself constantly because I really don't want to slow down. Like I'm constantly taking online classes, trying to learn new things. I'm also trying my hand at learning languages on Duolingo. So I feel like that's helping me stay fresh. You know, that's really respectable. Like kudos, because that would be, I think, keep your brain at the, to be honest, this is all made up metaphor, but like at the front, right? Right and attentive, paying attention, like, no, 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 we're working on this. I need you up here. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad actually, to his credit, does something similar, though, uh, unlike Oliver, I think does it in a little bit more, I don't want to say annoying, that's mean, but slightly perturbing way because my dad's thing is he wants to keep his mind sharp, so he refuses to use calculators until he needs to, and his big thing is he will not use the GPS system on the phone. And kudos, like all of this makes sense going through the pandemic, I can't keep days straight anymore, so I get it, but then he's like, hey, so uh, I'm taking up 15, like... What do I do? I, GPS it, man. I don't know. Like, I, I don't have it memorized. I've committed to not paying attention to that. Is that the best thing for my brain? Probably not. But, you know, there's something along the way to be said, too, for, like, prioritizing, right? Mm-hmm. If I don't need to think about it and memorize it, set it over here. Uh, would, I would like to think that I put my brain to better use than that. But, again, what, what does the sun taste like is probably not information I'm ever going to use. Right. Fun or not, it's still a blast, but, meh. Unless Coke calls me and says, hey, so Starlight was great. We now want to do Coca-Cola Sunburst. Like, what do you got? Funny enough, I've been thinking about this. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is I think your brain, for whatever reason, it's arrogance. I think also finds self-consciousness because everyone, I mean, I want to say everyone, most people, right? The older you get, that that cringe doesn't be forgotten. All of a sudden you decide you're going to lay down tired and your brain's like, hey, remember that one time when you said this really stupid thing when you were like 14 years old? Like, brain, like it was 20 years ago. Leave me alone. But it does. And I think it starts to memorize those things and store them away like annoying sounds. Somebody sent us a message, said that while a car crash is something nobody's going to enjoy, the sound of one now makes me cringe. Mm. What are the noises that you do not enjoy? AJ McCall on VFX. Uh, that sound, I think, enjoyable. Light switch, nah. hit or miss. It's know, just uh, there. But someone sent us a message to say, hey, AJ McCall. So I was in my yard the other day when I had squealing brakes, the crashing of metal and glass shattering. I knew instantly it was a head-on collision, and mm. I got goosebumps. Now, look, nobody wants to be involved in a car accident, but it, it threw me that it, it got to me that much that it just made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Is there sound out there that you've noticed a change to that you can't stand. I don't love the sound of squealing brakes and car crash. I, I want to address that first because I feel like that's more of your own senses. I feel like that's a like human behavior reaction. 
because that's something that you know that it causes sound. damage. Yeah, yeah, I think it's more of like that. an intuitive thing than just the sound of it. But for me, I hate the sound, cringe sounds of scraping metal on a plate. Hate it. Can't stand it. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I don't like this. We're going quickly to now all of a sudden all the cringe things like it wasn't even just like when you you know when you accidentally bite down and then you bump your teeth against each other like not in the chewing way but mm-hmm. like you oh oh sorry that's not a sound I just we started going down this path uh, buzzers are starting to get me okay so like the other day I was watching Utah State I don't know if anybody watched the they were at San Diego State they had this buzzer they kept it just went. Nah! And I think it was supposed to signify like either the end of a timeout or like when they were going into TV and something about just the tones they put together in that, like it just irritated me. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's buzzers in general. Just. Mm. 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 You got text messages coming in six, eight, two, five, five. The number to text, start your text with VFX. When someone has a runny nose and won't blow it and instead just keeps snorting. Oh, <laughs> the snurf. The classic snurf. We hate it. My mom once yelled at me on a plane about that. Yeah. Uh, that specific thing. It was just finally like, uh, I can't repeat what she said specifically, but basically it was, will you just blow your nose? I was like, I'm sorry. Like, we're stuck on a plane. My bad. I didn't mean to bug anybody. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh. That one's not a good one. Mm. Mm, I don't love the sound of clipping toenails or fingernails. It doesn't like bother me. It's not something... I don't know. It's it's uncomfy. Okay. I could I could see it. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's one of mine, but I could see it. Then how do you do it? What do you, do you just bite them off? Is that what it is? No, I just, mean I I still clip them, but it's hate It's not. Ah! Yeah, it's it's not like I'm in a very uncomfortable situation or anything. It's just like okay, eh, gross. To the same point as the car crash. If you were to say put music on, like you put earbuds in and just all the way to eleven. Would it still get you? Is it the no. sound? Just, no, it doesn't. Like, it's not something that's that's over the edge of cringe. It's just right there. Right there on the line of cringe. Yeah. Ugh. Like if I were to hear it over and over and over again for more than, you know, 10 times or whatever, I think I'd lose it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I could I not work at an nail salon. No, I can, I can see it. Uh, secrets. There are lots of different kinds of secrets. This morning, silly secrets. Uh, possibly bordering on annoying from what I learned growing up. And then like actual, actual secrets, like borderline. We're not going to tell secret menus. They've been validated in a sense. McDonald's made waves, right? When they announced that, what is it? Six, four, several secret menu items were going to be added to the regular menu. Yeah. AJ and McCall for the Gold's Gym debate today, which is really cool and interesting because from a standpoint, basically they're sort of listening to the people because I think that's who invents it. But at the same time, they're validating like, yeah, these were things, mm-hmm. and now we actually have to make them. And the question is, what is your experience with the secret menu items? I've, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I've always found it fascinating. Yeah. Never had the guts to order from it. Yeah, I've never ordered from it. I know when I used to live in Tremonton, we would go to McDonald's, and if we were to order said menu items, I cannot say on the radio, <laughs> We, they would refuse service. So we have to order it separate and then put it, create it, ta-da, make it ourselves. See, and that's the thing. So my, my old roommate, one I talk about all the time, is a manager at McDonald's still to this day. And he, like, there's some very famous ones that I see, seem, seem to be relatively universally known. 
from a lot of people. Like, I've lived in a couple states and people have different names for it, but there's a couple of them they know. And he's like, he's like, uh, no, I, I refuse to make them. I'll give them the stuff to make it, but I'm not going to do it. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to, like, it makes people mad. Like, I'm not going to get into it. But, like you said, they're they're out there. Mm-hmm. They're out there. In fact, Sam's on the phone. Sam, what is your run-in with a, quote, secret item, secret menu item? So one time I went to a restaurant in Italy when I was on vacation, and I wanted to have, like, authentic Italian meal. So I asked the restaurant, and they gave me an amatriciana, which is a red sauce with pork cheek. It was amazing, and they said they only cooked it for themselves, but obviously it hooked me up. I was happy, I asked. So, like, you didn't really ask. I mean, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. That's awesome. So I guess that's the other question. Do you ever go to a restaurant like that, like a sit-down restaurant, and go, I don't know, what do you, what do you think? Like, you ask the waiter, say, what, what, give me your best. I have never, because I'm not, like, a super picky eater, but I can be. I have a friend who used to go and ask for what the chef would cook themselves and then have them create that. That's not bad. So that's what they would do. But they wouldn't, I mean, they wouldn't do it at like Denny's or something. They'd go do it when they went to like a nicer restaurant and then charge whatever market price is on it. But (laughs) walk up to McDonald's, whatever the chef's having, that's what I want. Having fries and maybe, maybe a a chicken nugget. It's a fair fair point because what you said, like, I don't like mushrooms. Mm -hmm. So like they can put mushrooms around, I'm not going to like it. And then the other part of it is what if they recommend something, you go, Ah, uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to have that. Yeah. And then you feel like a total jerk. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Katie's on the phone. Katie, about, what about you? What's your run-in with the secret menu? At a hibachi place by me, they have the secret garlic butter sauce. As long as you ask before they start the cooking, then they will make it for you with your meal. But you can't ask anytime during or after they cook it because, like, that's how they do it. I have no idea what they put in that sauce because they won't make it in front of you. But it's immaculate. Hmm. It's interesting. Hmm. See, and again, that's the thing. Like, at the end of the day, like, do I think that the garlic butter sauce case talking about is good? Yes. Will, I, will it ruin my meal if I don't have it? No. Will I be very upset? Not upset. Embarrassed if I ask, hey, what's the secret butter sauce? And they're like, what? we don't know what we're talking about. Or do they get upset? Then, yes, I will I'll be like, um, uh, I can't do it. I cannot do it. It astonishes me. I think the secret menu is super fascinating. It lends credence to the conspiracy theory that there's a whole bunch of other secret things in the world, secret societies and whatnot, that this could be. I mean, heck, maybe McDonald's ice cream machine is a secret menu item. You just got to know how to ask the right way. Could be. Could be. I can't bring myself to do it. No. For the most part, I don't like it when people order off of the secret menu, and I think that it's a little bit, uh, I think it's a little stupid. I gotta be honest. See, and that's at the end of the day, that's 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 the part that I keep, and I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, just gonna order whatever's on there. Mm-hmm. See, silly secret, and then like, I want to say dangerous secret, but like secret secret. There's a story out about a person who got busted with a bunch of statues from a place they shouldn't have. But you're an authorized souvenir. I think a lot of people are memento people. We like to have something, something to m- remember certain events, trips, dates, whatever it is. A lot of people, I think, fall in that category. Mm-hmm. AJ McCall for the Gold's Gym debated eight on VFX. You shouldn't do anything illegal, though. So the inspiration for this story is there's a man in Japan who apparently they have these things called tanuki statues. So they're like animals that have like really big eyes, and they're uh, meant to represent a um, 
part of folklore who's a creature who's good natured but morally ambiguous hmm. with supernatural powers. But they're about the size of, uh, what would you call it? Foot? Mm, probably like foot and a half. Foot and a half? Yeah. Dude got caught with 50 of them. Holy cow. He stole 50 of them. That's insane. That is a lot. Like, how did they, how did he get away with it? Was it over time or was it like all at once? So uh, it was over time, but mm-hmm. basically, apparently they finally it caught up with him, right? You steal 50, eventually you're going to slip up. So he was suspected as someone who'd th- stolen one. They were already, they thought that they got him on catch us uh, two. They got to his house. There was 50. Jeez. So he'd been collecting them for a while. So the yeah. question is. Then what is your unauthorized souvenir? Because no, he shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Is he alone though? Absolutely not. Text message just came in. Uh, I might have my <laughs> kudos. Right. I might have some volcanic rock from Pompeii. Oh, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> so the interesting thing that we get into with the un- unauthorized souvenirs is the risk you take in terms of not just legally but then uh, some of these things are going to have uh not good connotations like i'm i'm going to stall about my answer but like for instance right we've heard the story a bunch of times here in the building that someone went to hawaii mm-hmm. and they took uh it was rocks right mm-hmm. which Someone at the time, person who was uh, working here was from Hawaii, said you should not do that. Yeah, you really take the back's bad news. And before they could, because they decided finally they died. Yep, it's like ah, weird circumstances, but you never know. You know, like as our texter said, I might know someone who has a piece of the Roman Colosseum because someone may have gone to Italy and gotten a big piece of it and then brought some home to friends and family. Yeah, I might, maybe that's it. Okay, tell me if you think this would be bad. Here's a text message. So years ago, my family and I visited Boston. We're walking the streets when my younger sister said, hey, this is one of the streets where they run the Boston Marathon. My mom at that moment saw a loose brick in the street, reached down, picked it up, put it in her purse. We've had that brick at my my mom and dad's house for years. That's insane. So, like, obviously... They took something from the street, but like it's that it's not the same though, right? Like taking a part of the Coliseum or statue, like it's a brick in the like one brick in the road, right? It's a little bit different, right? No, because if like everybody took one brick in the road, there would be no road. Yeah, but they're not going to catch the first person. No. <laughs> Point blank, don't take things that aren't yours. Get a souvenir shop, souvenir from the souvenir shop or something. Because for me, I don't. Anytime I go anywhere, I don't try and take things. Like if I go to a conference or something, I'll get my name tag and then that's my memento. Yeah. I mean, that one's an easy one. I totally agree with that. Yeah. It's it's honestly what it is, is it's the notion to have something that's unique. That's mm-hmm. really what's fueling it. Mm. At the end of the day, like, the, the yeah, you can get mementos plenty of places. There's options. It's a whole industry, obviously. But at the end of the day, you're thinking to yourself, but who else has a brick from road that the Boston Marathon is run on? <laughs> so, the latest question on the internet and flows right into Am I a Jerk Court, which happens on AJ and McCall show all the time, is Rams quarterback who just won a Super Bowl, Matt Stafford, a jerk? For those who are unfamiliar, the video's on our Facebook page, but the quick summary is he was talking to a photographer, at least looked like, and then she fell off the stage and he went, uh, and turned around and walked off. See the video for yourself on our Facebook page, but is he a jerk? After Lil Nas X, that's at about uh, five minutes on VFX. Is Matt Stafford a jerk? 
AJ McCall on VFX. So the, one of the really interesting things going around the internet is a video of him at the Super Bowl parade, the celebration parade for the Los Angeles Rams, right? He's the quarterback that for the team that won. Right. And if you haven't seen the video, the real short version you can see on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. They're at this stage. There's a photographer trying to take a picture, and she just whoops real hard backwards. Yeah. And <laughs> I think you could really see it. He just... OMG, and then his wife freaks out, and he just turns around and walks off. So the easy answer is, yeah, he seems like a jerk. <laughs> is he, though? No. He didn't push her. That's true. Accidents happen. Should he have, you know, gone to see if she was okay? Probably. But he is so blitzed. Yes. Like, Tom Brady commented and said, hey, buddy, slow down. I'll speak from personal experience. He, they are celebrating a Super Bowl. He has had, he was in Detroit forever. Was no, he is blitzed out of his skull. I mean, he reacts because I, I think there was two different things that happened. He reacted, but at the same time, his brain was like, "Oh, okay, I guess the conversation's over," and then walked away. Yeah, he, he's done now. The, the thing that does not help his case is she like fractured her spine. Now, him and his wife offered to pay the medical bills, which is very nice, but I think part of people, and it's kind of one of those it's those catch-22s, right? Yeah. People are like, oh, he felt like he had to do it. Yeah, well, he still didn't have to. Like, right. it's like McCall, it's not his fault. Right. He didn't shove her. No. So, at the end of the day, he is still doing something nice, but I think ultimately, yeah, he's blitz. I think you just would like to see maybe just a little bit more reaction, like, oh, no. What, are you, what, what kind of a reaction are you going to get from him, though? He's drunk. Uh, well, I think that's, that's what it boils down to is it depends on which kind of a drunk you are. At my uh, best friend's wedding, we were, it, was at a, it was at a winery. So we we're outside and someone with high heels and grass don't particularly mix well. So someone rolled their ankle super, super bad and was in a lot of pain. Well, one girl who had too much to drink was immediately stepped over and was like, are you okay? Like, if you need to throw up, it's fine. If you need to throw up, it is Okay. So, you know, part of it is dependent on that. Yeah. But <laughs> just watch his face. Oh, no. I'm going to go over here now. Yep. That was it. That's what happened. <laughs> Utah's VFX on our Facebook page. The AJ McCall Show has made no bones about the fact that, look, we're not going to tolerate slander of Nickelback. Right. Everybody loved him. They dominated music for, like, years. Years. Right. So everybody pretending to hate them is just changing the story afterwards. Mm-hmm. I think it's time, McCall, that a certain someone with bleached tips, who's all about food, gets put in that category, and the AJ McCall show's now got to defend him. Oh, okay. I got to be honest, it's a little bit of a tough pill to swallow, but by, my, by our own rules, we got to defend Guy Fieri. Stop pretending that not all of us liked Nickelback back in the day. They were on top of the music industry for like half a decade at, at minimum. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX, and look, while it took us, look, I don't want to speak for both of us, while it took me a second to come back around on Creed, same thing. Much shorter window, more like a comet across the sky, but everybody, everybody was about my sacrifice when it came around. Yeah. The AJ McCall show has stood firm that we're going to defend these because we're not going to let them be the catch of ridiculous hate when everybody just can pile on later. No, at the time, we all loved them and don't pretend otherwise. Yeah. It's the same thing that happened with NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys, right? Everybody was singing them. Everybody was learning the dance moves. And then 10 years later, it was like, no, listen to the Backstreet Boys. is stupid. It was the same thing. Yep. And because of that, because of our own rules, and I say this with a, a tough pill to swallow, the AJ McCall show has got to fold Guy Fieri into that same thing. Okay. Look, dude is... 
the dude is him. The dude is successful. Mm-hmm. He had arguably the best Super Bowl commercial mm-hmm. doing his thing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't let the criticism get to him. He's obviously super successful. He does his stuff. It's the same thing. Like if he if people weren't watching him, he wouldn't be on television. It's true. So by virtue, no more. Not trash on Guy Fieri anymore. He is now folded into the the realm of protection that Nickelback and Creed and boy bands and now Guy Fieri all get from the AJ McCall show. More importantly, it's a he's, he, old habits die hard. It's a tough pill to swallow. But more importantly, he's a good life lesson. Like you, if you have a vision or whatever, you can do it and be you. Yeah, like everybody makes fun, right? Because he's got his catchphrases and he's he's out there and he's a goofy dude. Successful dude, mm-hmm. and he's doing it his way. Mm-hmm. So, Guy Fieri, welcome to the doesn't have a name, but the realm of protection. No more will there be slander, and unless you do something stupid, like you got to earn it. There are no nonsensical slander just because you know, oh, he's stupid or his hair looks dumb or he has dumb catchphrases. Oh, he looks like the singer of Smash, the lead singer of Smash Mouth. None, none of that. No more of that. We're not putting him in the same category as the lead singer of Smash Mouth because he sucks. Yeah, see, and he earned it. It's yeah. not because, like, oh, Smash Mouth's not like he no, actually did. He, he sucks. Yeah. The dumb stuff. Yeah. Welcome, Guy Fieri. VFX's Facebook roulette. Something on your page caught our eye, and we want to share it on ours so everybody else can see it. Yeah. AJ and McCall on VFX. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor. If you're friends with us on Facebook, it's that simple. That's how we find your posts. And McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on my friend Taylor's post, and it's like the guy with the sign, right? Sign guy, only it's not him. It's somebody else spoofing him. It says, no one cares about your Wordle score. <laughs> That kind of came and got, came and went though, like super quick, didn't it? Like it was no. like all over everywhere. Dude, it is still yeah. all over everywhere. Well, all my friends quit playing then. Oh. Or Facebook was like, nah, you don't want to see this. Yeah. Facebook got it right once. Probably. I landed on Susan. She said, put up a post. Uh, I don't know if you've seen, I don't know his story, but I know he's talking the Tinder, sw- Tinder swindler, supposed to try and get his own show, podcast, yeah. whatever. So it says the Tinder swindler, swindler show. Uh, it's so wild to me because if any man told me my enemies are after me, I need $25,000, I would be like, damn, that's crazy. Good luck, though. Good luck, though. <laughs> it's true. That's that's very true. Who's got who's got anywhere close to twenty five grand? I be know. like, oh, yeah, here you go, <laughs> oh, stranger. Yeah. Here you go. It's yeah, nuts. you can win. Yay! The Agent I, the McCall Taylor. Don't give your money to strangers. Please. The Agent I, the McCall Taylor. Find at us across all social media. Search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are, like the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Google Play. And then good luck not breathing this week. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit rough with the inversion. That cold, cloudy, it's just copy and paste for the weather this whole week. Just yeah. bleh. Yep. So until tomorrow morning for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. But thanks for listening to VFX.